Hi, this is Brian Standing, host of the Monday 8 O'Clock Buzz. Thanks so much for listening to the program. Hope you subscribe to our podcast. And if you really like what you're hearing, consider donating at wortfm.org. In his 2024 State of the State Address, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers gave a shout-out to the work of the Wisconsin Chapter of the National Alliance on Mental Illnesses, or NAMI's, work to help destigmatize mental illness among teens and young adults. NAMI's Raise Your Voice program helps build grassroots support and advocacy clubs that are safe spaces for youth suffering from mental illness. Mary-Kate Riley is the Youth Program Coordinator for NAMI Wisconsin, and she joins us now in the studio. Welcome to the 8 O'Clock Buzz. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. So how did this uh, program get started, and what was the the idea of trying to build this sort of grassroots community? Sure. of youth. Yeah, so we actually got Raise Your Voice started back in 2016 when we realized that there was like this big need for a free, accessible, flexible program that high schools could have that focused on mental health and mental illness and ending the stigma. Um, So we created this. We wanted it to be free. We wanted schools to be able to make it malleable to what they needed. And we wanted to make something that every student could be a part of, not just a select few. So that's kind of how we got started. Um, and we really got started kind of up in the we, what we call NAMI Northwoods. It's one of our local affiliates. We had a high school up there, Merrill High School, that kind of worked with us to get this program going, kind of helped us write our manuals for it, get us going. And they have been flourishing. And since 2016, we now have 26 clubs across the state. A big focus is in that NAMI Northwoods area, but we're starting to expanding. We're now in 14 different counties, which is really exciting. And we're in 26 schools. So talk about the stigma of mental illness. And I mean, we've had many, many years now of trying to normalize this, mm-hmm. of trying to uh, destigmatize it. Um, what, uh, um, why is this still an issue? And how big an issue is it that, that people are stigmatized for something that they that is not their fault? Right. I think it's still a huge issue because people are still not talking about it enough. There's still a bunch of communities that view mental health or mental illness as a weakness, as someone's fault, and that's just not the case. So I think we need to see a big increase in education, and we're starting to see a huge increase in student advocacy at that level. So I think think it's starting to kind of break. I think kids are starting to talk about it a lot more, but there is just that still just afraid to talk because you're afraid of the judgments and... Luckily, we're seeing a lot of young kids start to kind of break that, and a lot more of these clubs are getting established. There's not just Raise Your Voice. There's quite a few other mental health clubs, Um, and I think that's the first step. But, yeah, people are still just afraid of the judgment that they're going to get. So tell us how a Raise Your Voice club works. What happens in a club like that? Who puts them together? Is this a a therapy session, or is it something else? Yeah, so great question. Um, The big thing we always tell our schools is Raise Your Voice is not a place to get therapy. It is not a place to do peer support. It's really all about education and advocacy. So typically our clubs will have meetings once or twice a month. Um, Some of those meetings will be education meetings. They might have um, an expert from the field come to their school and talk about different mental illnesses, talk about different mental health conditions, and then other meetings they might spend uh, planning events. So we have our uh, clubs host two events per school year. And some of these events could be really small. They're just putting those hopeful messages on post-its notes around the school or they're 
hosting a calming room during finals week, or we have some schools that are hosting big, huge community 5K walks to get the message out. They're partnering with businesses in their community. Um, So the big focus of clubs is planning those cool events to get the school community and their local community involved, and also hosting club sessions with some education available. So who attends these meetings? Are these um, uh, kids who are suffering from mental illness themselves, or is it open to people who, everybody who wants to learn more about what mental illness is? Yeah, it is open to everybody. We have some kids that have their own mental health conditions and they're looking for a place to learn more and find some peers that they can talk with. And then we have some kids that this is just a huge, um, a huge piece for them. They are really excited to be a part of it. We have a lot of kids who want to be therapists in the future or get a degree in psychology. So this is just a big interest for them. So they're joining the club as well, but it's it's open for everybody. And how does a club get started in a particular school or mm-hmm. community? Yeah. So typically how a club gets started is uh, we typically have a school counselor or a school psych, someone in a school that's really interested in learning about it. And they get connected with me through our website, NamiWisconsin.org. We have a little interest survey they complete then I reach out to them and we set up these one-on-one meetings and I go through kind of all of the requirements we have for clubs and there's not a ton like I said we want it to be flexible but I kind of go through this is what you need to do this is what the kids need to do and the next step would be making sure the principal's on board making sure you have students that are interested and then you're you kind of go from there and is can people find uh, access or, or assistance in accessing other sorts of resources? I mm-hmm. mean, one of the, one of the things we've seen lately is that um, finding a counselor or a therapist mm-hmm. or uh, a psychiatrist takes an inordinately long time these yeah. days. And is there um, are, are there systems that help people navigate that mm-hmm. and try and find? Uh, people providers yeah we definitely have some resources that we share not just with our clubs but really any person interested in learning more um, some of the big resources we share are 211 so calling 211 getting assistance finding something in your area and then there's also wisconsin wayfinder which is connecting people and that one's online it's easily accessible it's free um, so that's a big piece and then as far as raise your voice clubs go we try to have every school kind of create their list of the resources in their community, create their list of, you know, the counselors in the school that maybe kids don't even know are there, the school psychs, some safe spaces in the school that they can go to, and then what's available in the community. If they have a Boys and Girls Club, a YMCA, um, other things available, we want that list to be readily available to our club. So we highly encourage them create that and work with their students to spread that around the school with their peers. And is NAMI working with any of those other organizations like the Boys and Girls Clubs mm-hmm. or things like that? Or are you focusing s- exclusively on schools? So for youth programs, we do look at those other outside organizations. We have um, some clubs will start and partner with the Boys and Girls Club. So they're starting at a high school and then they're looping in their local Boys and Girls Club. And then that's really awesome because then there's also that after school piece that's happening at the Boys and Girls Club, especially for kids that might not have something to do after school, might not be ready to go home, then there's that space at Boys and Girls Club or YMCA that is a little bit safer for them. So we do offer Raise Your Voice to those organizations as well. And what about for, uh, are there similar types of clubs or support networks for um, people who've already graduated from high school? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So we actually have another program called NAMI on Campus. Um, It's primarily meant for college campuses. um, And it's got a very, very similar mission to Raise Your Voice. So they have those monthly meetings and they're doing education sessions and they're holding um, events to spread the word. And they're 
compiling those lists of who's on campus, what's on campus, what resources are available locally in our community on campus, things like that. So we do have that for our college level kids. And do you, uh, is there a gap of people who perhaps aren't going to college um, and are there resources available for them? Yeah, absolutely. So we have, what NAMI was really built on was peer support groups. So a peer is anybody that identifies as living with a mental health condition. So we have peer support groups all throughout the state offered by our local affiliates. We have some online as well. And then we also have family support groups. Um, which is for family members living with someone that has a mental health condition, but it doesn't necessarily have to be a family member. It could be a best friend. It could be a sibling. It could be a grandparent. It could be an aunt and uncle. It could be a foster parent. Um, So we have those available as well. So those are really what NAMI was based on was those support groups. But then we also have classes and education sessions and presentations. Um, So really we have things for someone ages like seven to you know, 77, older than that. Um, it's all about just getting connected with your local NAMI affiliate. And you can do that by going to namiwisconsin.org. And we have a fun interactive map where you can click on your county. And if there's an affiliate in your county, then you can get connected with them. Otherwise, you can connect with us at the state office and we are happy to help however we can. And what can someone expect from a peer support group? Yeah, it's really just um, peers getting together, talking about their Uh, their recovery, their journey to recovery, how they're feeling currently, Um, just to kind of know it's really there to build like you're not alone. You have this community that you can turn to. And it's for people that are well into their recovery or doing really great. But it's also for people that are still on their journey to try and figure things out. So it creates that connection and those relationships with people that have been where they are to kind of give that uh, feeling of hope. And tell us a little bit about the National Alliance on Mental Illness and the Wisconsin chapter. Uh, You mentioned that you've sort of evolved out of these peer support groups. Mm -hmm. Is NAMI a a grassroots organization? Yes, we are the largest grassroots organization in the country focused on mental illness. Um, NAMI was actually started in Madison, Wisconsin um, in the 80s. I can't remember the specific year, but it was started by a group of mothers Um, who had sons with schizophrenia because back in the 80s the idea was that if your child had schizophrenia it was your fault as their mother you Mm. it was bad mothering on your end so that that freud uh (laughs) psychoanalysis has a long life doesn't it so then all these moms got together and they're like well we know that that's not true so why don't we get together and try and figure this out try to create these support groups try to expand the knowledge in our communities so that we can help these communities a little bit better and uh, you mentioned that the Raise Your Voice program started in Merrill, and now you've expanded. Uh, are you statewide yet? And are there what's the plans for expanding this in the future? We are technically we are statewide. We're in all five DHS regions, if <laughs> if people know what that means. But um, we're constantly just trying to make connections. Uh, we are going to we're visiting schools when we can. We're exhibiting at you know school counselor associations. Anytime there's a school big thing happening an exhibit event we try to get there as much as we can so that we can market these products because i am a former teacher and my whole five years of teaching i didn't even know nami existed i didn't know there were all these resources Mm -hmm. out there so we're still trying to get the word out there we're trying to be as present as possible so that we can continue to expand and if part of your goal is to sort of Mm destigmatize mental illness how do you measure the success Um, It's all about the reports that we get back from students. So, uh, you know, as Raise Your Voices in these schools, we like to do check-ins every year. We get some 
data from them, but we also like to check in with the students and with the staff. Um, and we have a lot of schools that have had those established Raise Your Voice Clubs report that there is like a huge shift in their school community where it's more open, it's less stigmatized. Um, teachers can feel that students are more accepting. So it's all about just uh, talking to those schools and seeing what significant changes are happening if their community is feeling more open, if we're seeing a decrease in certain mental health conditions or certain um, events that might happen and an increase in support. That's really how we're... And what's key to getting, um, you know, particularly other students mm -hmm. to not stigmatize uh, people with mental illness? Is there is there some peer pressure that's involved there? Because a lot of teens won't react well to someone in a position of authority saying, hey, you know, be right. nice. Right. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's peer pressure, but it's more so their peers educating them. Right. Mm -hmm. Like not saying like, hey, you shouldn't say this, but more so like, hey, let me teach you the history around this and why it might be better to shift your language to think about it this way, talk about it this way, just to help decrease some of that stigma. All right. We've been speaking with NAMI Wisconsin Youth Program Coordinator, Mary Kate Riley. Thank you so much for joining us on the 8 o'clock bus. Thank you for having me.